Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love. HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular. Do you live in a world filled with corporate data? Are you plagued by siloed departments? Are your lackluster growth strategies demolishing your chances for success? Are you held captive by the evil menace, Lord Lack? Lack of time, lack of strategy, and lack of the most important and powerful tool in your superhero tool belt, knowledge. Never fear, hub heroes. Get ready to don your cape and mask move into action and become the hub hero your organization needs tune in each week to join the league of extraordinary inbound heroes as we help you educate empower and execute hub heroes it's time to unite and activate your powers before we begin we need to disclose that Devin is currently employed by hubspot at the time of this episode's recording This podcast is in no way affiliated with or produced by HubSpot, and the thoughts and opinions expressed by Devin during the show are that of his own and in no way represent those of his employer. I can't say what's on the screen. What? Like, what? We just, we just, if you're listening to this podcast episode, I don't know what happened. Max and I have lost our damn mind already because we were just picking up random items from our desk or around our desk, bringing them into camera view. <laughs> camera view. Oh, hang on. I got you. Like, here, here's mine now. Okay. Hey. Uh, anyway, we should probably get this show on the road, uh, Liz, instead of being dorks. What? You know what? That's rude. I think I run a pretty tight ship around here ah! you're doing great i'm sorry was and, that out loud uh, devin sir so early is that a <laughs> max how much junk do you have by your desk so bro i have so much shit. it's so bad it's so bad all right you know what fine max you're in timeout uh-huh. devin i love you and you get special treatment so this is your one morning you're not in timeout yet but you could end up there okay george oh 
appreciate. I was it. waiting for what? Where? Where do I stand for the rest of the podcast? Oh boy. Then ice, my dude. Um, then ice. No, I'm just kidding. Are we ready for Liz's little petty parade? Because I'm very excited about today's episode. Right? We're doing our inbound recap. The unbound inbound recap of destiny, mm. if you will. Product updates. Human interactions. What's next? But we're going to start with an airing of grievances, which if you have been on this podcast before or you spent more than 30 seconds with me, you knew this was going to happen because I am a woman of passion, but mostly grievances. Um, I wasn't at inbound. I wish I had been at inbound. I wish so hard I had been at inbound right now. And I think I, I speak on behalf of most of the people listening that I spent most of last week crying into lean cuisine, watching Law and Order and looking at my LinkedIn feed while everybody's like, I'm learning so much. I'm going to happy hour. I'm best friends with Darmesh. Have you seen this great taco truck? It was fine. Yeah. It was great. It was great. And I was fine. And I'm in no way upset. But, but beyond that, aside from my obvious bitterness and the fact that I'm totally not fine, I really am excited to actually have us talk today about inbound because we spent a lot of episodes building up to it. We talked about how you actually get the most out of it with your team. We had a whole episode dedicated to folks who literally travel from all around the world, from freaking Australia, and they do so every year because it's so freaking valuable. We had an episode with George and Devin and myself talking about how inbound has changed our lives. Max is a cyborg with no feelings, so he was unable to join us for that episode, but I would assume the one cell in his heart is like, you know, it's valuable, you know, it's valuable. No, but we spent a lot of time talking about why this event is so important. George, you talked about how it changed your life 11 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Devin, it changed both of our careers. Max, all jokes aside, it has radically transformed each one of our Mm -hmm. lives. And we were one of thousands of people who have those stories. So that's what I want to talk about today. Yeah. For those of us who weren't able to go or for those of us who actually did go, but we want to make sure that the right things stick. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Product and inbound news, talking about unique takeaways about the people at inbound, your biggest aha moments and wins, and also what questions you were still left with unanswered. So aside from me barely being able to repress my envy throughout this conversation, are we ready to dig in? Because I have lots of questions. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Perfect. Let's Let's do do it. it. All right. So I want to open with a pretty big open-ended question. Was this any different than others in the past? Was this remarkably different than any other inbound? For me, yes. But because as a HubSpot employee, I get to see things that other people can't. I can tell you that this was the smoothest and well-run inbound I've seen in a very long time. There were no hiccups, no panic moments, uh, more than usual. Um, Partner day went really well. Um, As far as talent, people showed up, did their thing. Everybody was on time. John Mulaney was hilarious. Uh, He, he He researched the entire conference before he showed up and then proceeded to roasting it it was beautiful yeah um, what are you l- serious hang, hang on don't go too far though i want to step back a little bit because Devin just like let me talk about this real quick so hopefully nobody else talks about it first of all partner day is back 
meaning we had a while where there wasn't a partner day now partner day is back and the reason that partner day was dope and chris in the live chat literally said helps when someone super awesome is the mc <gasps> of partner day because it was devon which by the way is a good thing unless your name's george b thomas then it might be a bad thing because when you don't show up in the room when you don't show up in the room at exactly 20 minutes and you're out and you're talking to people and somebody runs up to you and goes hey bro you're getting called out from the stage <laughs> oh and you God. gotta run your butt back into partner day and sit down you're like everybody's looking at me all of the humans are looking yes. at me right now yes. i missed yes. you i made things awkward for george more than once that day yes it was, yes it was did. so the funniest part for me for partner day which i only got to experience just a little bit of of devin's uh mc skills at the beginning but i remember when he was given his sort of like introduction up there and and doing it i I missed the worst opportunity. I missed the best opportunity to make a joke in front of everybody. And I, I hesitated and I missed the moment. But Devin, I told you about it after. So there was a point where Devin was saying something about socks. And there was this point where he lifted up his leg and he was showing the socks that he was wearing, right? <laughs> Which if anyone knows Devin, uh, they were like a sick pair. They were, they were Deadpool socks, right? Yeah, and there was this yeah. quiet moment where Devin was lifting up his 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 pants to show his socks, and I, in my head, I wanted to scream out from the back of the room, "But it's not a vice," and that's me and Devin's little inside joke for talking about how his 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 Deadpool obsession is not a vice, and I wanted to scream it out, but I didn't. the The camera that was in the middle of the room was perfectly blocking his leg, so I didn't see it. And then I was so disappointed that I didn't just shout it from the back of the room to get him to chuckle while he was on stage. So I told him about it after, but would have been an epic moment. Didn't happen though. That's <laughs> Way to screw that up, Max, Jesus. Actually, okay, so Devin, we actually, you saw the outline and I know because you love the attention on you so much, you love that there's a whole section dedicated to just Devin. We'll get to that. But George, I want to touch upon something that you said at the start of this, because I want to make sure the HubSpot powers that be at least hear this part. Yeah. So partner day, we used to have it. Yeah. Then partner day went away. And you are super excited as a HubSpot partner yourself that HubSpot partner day is back. Can you tell me why? Oh. Because I know a lot of people go to inbound and they'll skip. They used to skip HubSpot partner. Day. Yeah. No. You're glad it's back. Yeah, I mean, first of all, it, there's a couple, so many reasons, right? One, it's like the uh, small group to the mega church, right? You've literally got like HubSpot inbound, like 12,000 people. And then you've got the, the, the group, the 1,600 partners that are there. If I go a layer deeper than that, Liz, at the beginning of this episode, you talked about how we even did inbound down under. I got to sit side by side with Ian Jacob from Australia, from Hubshots, and we were actually like poking fun at the fact that Devin was trying to get us not to take pictures of stuff we weren't supposed to take pictures of because we we're like, hey, dude, hide my camera. <laughs> like, let's get, you know, like we really didn't. We really didn't. That's a joke. It's a joke, people. But being able to sit next, <laughs> Devin's like, I don't think it was a joke. But, but being able to sit next to Ian Jacob 
Jacob. And um, also in front of me, Blue Leads. Dang on it. I'm brain farting. Anyway, the uh, owner of Blue Leads and his son. I got to meet his son because his son was at no Partner kidding. Day. Right? And so uh, Eric, Eric Baum. There, sorry. Woo, it just took me a, a minute. So being able to sit with them and like just see people and hang out and talk in this more micro thing. But then also I'd be remiss. Getting uh, to look at something before everybody else. And Andy Petrie and him doing the first presentation of like what was going to be released in the morning spotlight and seeing things of like AI this, AI that. I was like, oh, yeah, this is dope. This is dope. I I had a funny little moment when I was I was uh, I was doing a TikTok live, just kind of like walking through the BCEC. And I walk into partner day with the thing still running right at the moment where Devin's given the beginning of his speech where it's like, there's going to be people walking around making sure you're not taking pictures. So I immediately just like went, oh, shit. And just like, <laughs> like knocked the live out like immediately. It just abruptly ended it with like a bunch of people. I had like 179 people like just randomly watch me like walk around the BCEC. And then I get into partner day and I'm like, oh, this is all confidential crap. And I just like immediately ended it. it was Bye. See ya. Yeah. Why do you I hang up on us? A long time like ago. Us? They're like, are you taking photos? Absolutely I'm taking not. Taking selfies. Just smiling this. Yeah. Right here. Snap. Right here. So let's dig into some of the big HubSpot news because I know we have a lot of human moments that we want to cover, some big ideas, but yep. I want to make sure that before we get into all of that goodness, we don't miss some of the big stuff that came out of inbound this year. So George. Why don't we start with you? What were some of the big HubSpot announcements that blew your freaking mind this year? Well, first of all, there's big announcements and there's something that they tried to, I feel like, slide past 12,000 people, Mm. which I'll get to. I'll get to that. So first of all, it was the year of AI. Right. Shocking. It's shocking. But um, but it really wasn't necessarily the way in which you kind of thought it might be. There were some things that were released that were like, oh, wow. okay." So one of the things that made me go, hmm, was the AI campaign assistant and being able to press a button and like campaign pieces just being like and and they're there. The AI website or Web page, not website. There's a key thing, by the way, it's a page, not a site, but website assistant was was pretty dope. Um, What was pretty dope about it? Because here's the thing I want to make sure, because especially they rolled out a lot of products around that. What for those listening at home who may not have been there? Why is that pretty? dope? Yeah. So listen, right now, there's this kind of conversation happening around AI or generative AI. And like now there's no longer ever writer's block. That's Which I love, like, because, yeah, I can just kind of maybe get some ideas and take it from there. Imagine, like, design block and, like, I don't know what I want the page to look like, but all of a sudden being able to just generate a page and at least then start to move blocks around and make it the way that you want. So, it's for me, AI in several different ways is about how do we get the quick start? How do we get the quick start so we can actually... What I call that is blank page syndrome. It doesn't necessarily get you over writer's block, but it gets you out of blank page syndrome. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it gives you that quick start and then you can mold it from there because you should always be molding things uh, to be more human from whatever you're generating AI. But then here's the one, right? Because I want to leave some for other people to talk to uh, about as well. The one that I was like, oh my gosh. And now I want to start creating about 10,000 pieces of content today. 
and tomorrow and the next day is the AI <laughs> chat and the, the AI chat bot that basically is uh, in the very near future going to be able to index every piece of content that you have on your website and with AI uh, understanding serve up those pieces of content whether it be a page a blog a knowledge article um, and so the idea of being able to be a small to medium-sized business or enterprise and have this AI technology that really allows them to self-serve whatever content you have whatever they're looking for I'm just like oh oh this is oh, yeah. this is a this is a game changer if people leverage this properly and think about now what does that mean for the different verticals of content I need to create for what customers are going to be asking what prospects are going to be asking what humans are going to need to be learning uh, to me that was the, the big one in the room but but I actually know I'll let the other guys go and then I want to circle back around of like what they tried to sneak past the partners first and I was like wait did nobody else freaking see that crap and then tried to like get it past 12,000 people in a room when they did the launch I'll, I'll talk about you know that what? in a minute Devin, I'm going to have you go next, but can we all just take a moment to shame George for becoming the circle back guy? Because mm. that, that just happened. That happened live and Yo, it was recorded. What's, what's wrong with being the circle back guy? If you have to ask, George. I Devin, ain't no circle so back girl. Sorry. I was literally going to sing it too. Yeah. It was in my head. <laughs> Oh, whatever. So, Devin, what were some of the big HubSpot announcements that blew your mind away? Uh, for me, it was, there was two things. One was uh, accredited uh, partners getting more access when it comes to integrations and basically being able to get deeper with API stuff. Um, oh, nice. But also AI reporting, generating reports with props. Yes. My goodness. Yeah. Dude. Give me an example of that. What does that mean? Talk well, to a machine and a report pops up. That's what he means. Is it single object no, so or is it, is it is it is it CRB or single object? I, I don't think they went into detail, yeah. um, but uh, I, I imagine it's starting a single object. But when they say it's like how many leads came from such and such or which leads came from this campaign or something or just just basically just asking the system to generate asking questions and it just gives you the, it just gives you the data money and that's and, it and, and, and being and able graphs. to say yeah being able Devin, i'm sorry i'm so you just excited me oh my god like and be able to be like and show it to me and a donut yeah yeah exactly. I love doing that. it's it's like not only being able to ask for the data but being able to ask for it in the way that you want to see it is just absolutely so like it could be like a donut graph it could be like a line mm -hmm. graph a pie chart it could be a big list of numbers that tap dance and sing for me yeah and the thing is is that like it's like with all things ai it is both exciting and terrifying it's exciting because the average layperson wouldn't necessarily need to know how to use the customer reports tool to get what they want but then it's kind of terrifying because there are people whose bread and butter is generating these reports and dashboards but i still think there's going to be a place for it because there was somebody who told me uh, once when ai first started being a thing it's like it's not going to be about how good you are as an artist it's going to be about how good you are as a wordsmith and basically how good you are at prompts. And the better you are at prompts, the better, uh, at the time we were talking about uh, generative AI, the better image you create, but the same thing can come to place with the better you are at prompts, the better uh, data quality, the better text, better campaigns, whatever. 
Um, but it's it's, it's going to come down to basically people are going to have to be better at communicating with AI yep. in order to get what you're looking for. I have a little nugget that I want to drop in here. George, I know you're chomping at the bit. We're going to get there, but i got to say one thing. I've got to say one thing first because it's exactly what Devin was talking about. I will tell you the number one skill I tell people to cultivate, and we're starting to see it now become much more important because of AI, become great at asking specific questions. The better questions you answer, the better content you get, the better reports you get. George, I just saw you slam your fist, so I'm going to let you go, bud. Well, this is where I was going. Like, <laughs> like here's the Stop thing. It. Like, because <laughs> Devin said layperson, and and I would I got excited about being able to say I want to see X Y Z in this thing, or or asking the question. But here's the thing. I think there's going to be a time where you're going to see like right now. People are teaching how to be a great prompt engineer. You're going to see a time, and it might be this guy, it might be some other guy, but you're literally going to go watch a YouTube video and be like, and here's the seven questions you need to ask your HubSpot reporting AI. Because they're not going to know the right questions to ask. Mm -hmm. They're literally not going to know how to ask the machine the thing to get the thing they want. I would actually be more interested, George, in what are the questions I shouldn't ask? Because I think this is where my brain goes when I think about the AI and introduction into building reports. I think about the C-suite executive who knows just enough to be dangerous but doesn't understand why certain questions shouldn't be asked. Whether that's too finite of a time range, whether it's this chart is going to be dumb. Like there are are things where it's just like, I think there is the art of understanding how to ask great questions, right? And in the AI context, we call those prompts, but your your outputs are only ever gonna be as good as your inputs, but also then strategically, you may get a great chart that is 100% accurate, but you you had no business asking that question in the first place. Yeah, I love Chris. Chris gave us a great example in the chat, Uh, which by the way, if you're listening to this in the podcast, you ever realized you can actually like watch live and interact with us hey head over to the community hubheroes.com community uh but chris in the chat goes like a question might be how many leads did i get from my one linkedin company page post promoting my product uh, none not the right question bro <laughs> you got none not the right question max what were some of the big product updates for you that well, blew your mind and where are you driving <laughs> dude are you yeah, driving are, are, are you driving why we're podcasting right just now my AD. HD, I'm soothing it. Um, We're doing well, I mean, great, guys. Hey, let, let's watch out for the <laughs> Let's not forget that they. Listeners, this is what thriving sounds like. Just yeah. so you know. Well, let's not forget they relaunched Sales Hub in a big way, right? So a whole bunch of updates what? there. Tell me about the updates. Remember, well, we were not all there. Some of us were yeah, crying. They made a big splash about the prospecting workplace. If you haven't messed around with the prospecting workplace, that thing's cool. That came out in beta like a little while ago. So it's not like, like new, new, new. But it's basically just a place. Oh. But the leads tab in yeah. the prospecting tool is new. new yes. New. Wait, yeah. so let's start with the prospecting workplace. What it's is It's a it? place where you can go and you can see all of your tasks all in one place. You can see your schedule. So like when they built the new infrastructure for like the singular central calendar integrations, right? Like that's powering all of that stuff. Yeah. So it's like scheduling. You can see like the status of a lot of your sequences, which are like, I don't quite understand like why I need to see all that in there. But yeah, it's like mostly a place where it's like one place you can go work out of to get like full access to your calendar and full access to like your tasks and everything. And then they added a brand new object called the lead object, which, you know, for anyone who has 
Uh, <sighs> yeah, exactly. That's what a lot of people did. Let's explain what it is first. So uh, it's not the lead object like you may know from Salesforce, which I'm sure a lot of people saw that and then had trauma responses back to their Salesforce days about the lead <laughs> object. Right. Um, it's so whereas like a lead object in Salesforce was more so like a baby contact. You can think of a lead object in HubSpot as more of a baby deal. You can trigger these leads to get created and they're really just like, it's hard to call them like a full object because they're not like a object that you can like create custom properties for yet. You also don't really necessarily see them in a sit index page without like with the rest of like the objects you have in HubSpot. So it's sort of this like, kind of like pseudo object of the contact record. It can also, you can also associate leads to companies, which surprised me. I didn't, I didn't know that you could do that as well. You can create them through workflows, which is really neat, but they're almost meant to be like a deal before a deal, right? Like, and it solves like, I think a pretty interesting problem where, you know, people often ask like, when is the right time to open up a deal? You don't want the SDRs opening the deals because if the SDRs are passing that stuff on to an AE, the AE is the one closing the deal, right? And if deals are getting opened up too early before they really should be, you're tanking a close one ratio, which is like kind of goofy if you're tracking that kind of stuff in any meaningful way, right? So I think it's like kind of cool that like they have this thing where it can track the instance of someone like hand raising that's interested in like actually talking to a person about a solution which is very different than someone just like going and downloading content so it's going to be interesting to see how people use this the one gripe that i have with it when i start playing around with it because keep in mind like you basically qualify this thing down to the end and if it qualifies it creates a deal so it's meant to be like a a little, you know, level one Pokemon that evolves into a, a deal uh, Pokemon, like, you know, so Charizard, deal, Charizard. yeah, Char one Elite is <laughs> Charmander, yeah. the deal is Charmeleon or something, yeah, I don't know. We just right? went yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> A dealosaur. Yeah, no. there you Let's go. Let's drive my car. Anyway. Hub Heroes listeners, this episode is brought to you by Simple Events, a true game changer that integrates with your HubSpot CRM. Ready to revolutionize your event management process? Well, imagine this. You're tasked with planning an event. It could be an intimate workshop or a large-scale corporate event. The thought alone can be daunting. That's where Simple Events transforms your event planning into a smooth, stress-free process. No matter the size of your business or the type of event, in-person or virtual, Simple Events is your ideal partner. Simple Events is a comprehensive solution that simplifies every aspect of event management, from creating detailed attendee lists to setting up efficient workflows. Say goodbye to the hassle of juggling multiple platforms. With Simple Events, everything you need is in one convenient place. That's right. Simple Events is about empowering your events and enhancing every detail using the robust capabilities of the CRM you love, HubSpot. Unlike other tools, you can control the full event experience in your HubSpot portal. Are you ready to revolutionize how you manage events? Then visit SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. That's SidekickStrategies.com forward slash simple. As a bonus, make sure to use the special Hub Heroes promo code HELPFUL, all capitals, HELPFUL, for an exclusive discount on the Simple Events Pro Plan and step into the world of Simple Events, turning your next event from successful to spectacular.
Um, nice. So the one thing that I, the, the, the reason that I like it is because it'll cause less deals to get opened up that never should have been because there is an instance of that hand raise for someone to work. Hold on, George, hold on. And the this other thing- for people watching at home is so loud yeah. right now. It is but a here's lot. The, but here's the other thing though. It's like, it was kind of a pain in the butt to be like, well, what do I manage that with? Like I can build a whole bunch of different views or lists that tell me when someone's filled out a certain form and just work the contact record from there. But it's nice to have something that represents like separate instances of something, someone reaching out about something right now. Like I've seen this a lot with real estate or people who like sell properties where they wanna track different inquiries for different properties, right? Like those aren't treated as the same lead, even though it's the same person, it's measuring a record of interest in one property and measuring a record of interest in another property, right? And so I used to see a lot of people create like these inquiry objects that kind of did the same thing that this like lead object is. My one big gripe with the lead object, it's really goofy that there could be multiple instances of a lead, but you can't change the name of the lead, which makes it so confusing to manage it if there are multiple leads associated to the same contact, right? And there's no way of changing the name of it, which is really goofy. So anyway, I'm just gonna drive my George. car. George, okay. go ahead and rip me apart. George, okay. George, um, okay. okay, okay. Can we talk about uh, the five stages of grief we all watched him go through during uh, that? and how much it's killing him now be, that I'm still I'm just gonna be dodging him, I'm just gonna be dodging him. Listen, li listen, I love the humans. Uh -oh. And unfortunately, the humans are going to be very guys. confused because let me just tell you, the mob boy, Kyle Jepsen, might have put out one of his most important videos to date mm. about this topic. And Liz, we need to find the URL. We need to make sure it's in the description. But here's the deal. If you're an inbound purist, you realize that one of the major conversations that we historically have had is that not all leads are ready to go to sales. True. Sometimes they need to be nurtured and then they should go to sales when they're ready for that kind of conversation. Then comes the prospecting tool and we add in a tab that is lead, which is fine, except for that if I go into my settings and I go into my life cycle stages, I see that when anybody is created in my portal or company, they're created as a lead by default and nobody has been taught to go change that to something else yeah. they also haven't been taught to go into the lead settings for the lead tab of the prospecting tool and maybe set it to marketing qualified lead or sales qualified lead for it to actually show up as a lead for the entire conversation that max just had and also if you go to most of your forms what is it set by default when somebody converts on a form a lead and so all of a sudden you're gonna have a metric ah where's my beeper of leads it's a ah! oh that's hot George. you're gonna have a prospecting tool with every freaking lead that your forms or somebody added to your thing because we have to go and educate everybody now that uses hubspot the fact that they gotta change it here or they gotta change it there or they gotta change it somewhere or else ish is gonna be broke. And, and, and also, also, here's the other thing. Here's where I agree with all of your anger. Way to pick the property that like most HubSpot users have a totally shitty relationship with, right? Like oh how many God. people do you talk to? And like the first thing you figure out is like, are you using life cycle stages properly? 
what is that? Huh? Huh? A what? Oh, uh huh? What is that? Yeah, I mark them as customers when they buy yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. It's like uh, a lot of this tool. I think the I, I think what they should do is they should have that off by default. Because the thing is, is like so many people don't know how to use that property, right? Never mind customize it or like use it in the right way, you know? So it's just like... I can chat, spell chat, it. Chad in the, hang on, I gotta, I gotta go to the chat real quick. Chad in, in the chat goes, a what, a, a what a cycle stage? A what cycle stage? <laughs> a what a cycle stage? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God, Chad, you are popping off in the chat, man. We love you. This is amazing. This is exactly why people should be joining us. Joining we us stand live. Chad, Chad. Also, to literally watch George explode. I, Inbound dad is mad at us and I'm not sure. I might need my... a nap after no, that. I, I expended it. a lot of energy. I'm going to give you a break, bud. Don't. I'm going to give you a break. So, Devin, let's come over to you, my guy. We're going to switch gears for a little bit. Hopefully, give some talk about something that doesn't give George an annual what was the best session you attended? The one that you're still thinking about? Andrew Huberman. That was very validating. What was the topic? Um, Drink water, get sleep. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, it's just the, wait, if if you could sum it up into that. one statement, it was take cold showers, drink water, gets lots of sleep. Yeah, for me, it was it was pretty validating. Um, some people don't know I have ADHD, and so being able to hear a lot of even though he said i don't like using the term brain hacks personally i love using the term brain hacks because that's exactly what it feels like i'm doing is tricking my brain into associating dopamine with things that i hate in order to get stuff done it was it was just very validating to to hear that and a lot of the practices uh i, I definitely don't take cold showers and have no intention of starting um, oh it's great it, oh good for you cold showers are awesome. i've started doing hey, them good for all of you uh, and thoughts and prayers to the families of your serial killing victims. So, what are you talking um, about? Are you talking about? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm if you fine. take cold showers, you're unhinged. Boo, boo. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> That's it. Max, are you still driving? Yeah. Where are we going? We're going. We're, we don't need roads wherever we're going. Anyway, let's keep talking about showers. Yeah, I think uh, that one was great. Um, I think Dr. Schur, uh, Yvette. Uh, Cole Sure, I think her name is uh, Beyonce's publicist spoke at Black and Inbound and just the way she was uh, just breathing life into everyone there was was amazing. Uh, Troy Sandage uh, who hosted Inbound this year, he had a session at Black and Inbound. He was he's we got to put a link in the show notes if you you may recall him from one of our first episodes about growth strategy, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and he was talking about the importance of brand and what it takes to grow. And it was also really in, in, inspiring. Uh, I had the pleasure of being uh, his interviewer for that one. Yeah, that and um, Karen Ng at Partner Day was like mind-blowing and i can't tell you anything about it if you're not a partner because every slide had confidentiality and those are you'll probably find them somewhere because that's what everyone kept taking pictures on but um are you sure you don't take cold showers bud are you sure about that that are you oh sure my about gosh that? like uh like the the whole thing at partner day where i because uh, because one of the heads of legal came up to me uh one, one of the important lawyers at hubspot and said can you please mention something to them about confidentiality again i'm like oh yeah so we called an audible i had them throw an extra slide right in the middle of the presentation and then i just like went to town but yeah karen Ng, uh her her whole talk was uh phenomenal uh about uh the things that are coming down the pipe for a that we're not allowed partner. to talk about 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's there's other things uh, that were very app partner specific ideas on where to position yourself and what HubSpot uh, may or may not be working on in the future and um, where there are places that are ripe for innovation uh, in the app partner ecosystem. And but our listeners aren't allowed to know. That's yeah, all behind the paywall. You had to have been there. Yeah. You had to have been there. Sorry. Yeah. Wow. Max, yeah. did you get to your destination of telling me what your favorite session at Inbound was that, you've st- that you're still thinking about? Or are you still this driving? This is going to be awkward. No, I can't wait. I didn't go to any sessions at Inbound. I think I know the answer to this. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I approximately... Watching, watching, uh, watching Devin uh, do his... Uh, do his intro at partner day was the closest thing I got to literally any session whatsoever. Uh, I spent the first three hours of partner day trying to find dry ice for these popsicles that we were giving out in a van outside of the hotels. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. oh, wait, wait, wait. Did, is this one comes in? Because I have a question uh-huh. here. Literally, yeah, do you? I will put a screenshot of this in the article. Can someone please explain Devin's topic suggestion for this episode of, and I quote, Max giving away ice cream out of a van like a cereal okay. killer. <laughs> so here's the backstory. <laughs> uh, if, if you're familiar with Happily at all, right? Uh, we have sort of like a uh, brand identity uh, of the Paleta. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's... Uh, we have this whole ice cream van, ice cream truck vibe going, right? And that's because ice cream is always served with a smile, right? And everything we do is served with a smile as well. Why did so, Max's face just get crazy looking when he said that? Because everything is served with a smile. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the freezer they had in the back of the van looked big enough to hide more than ice cream. Yeah, it was. Anyway, so we... we we, uh, Dax did a wonderful job at hiring this awesome company that made these 3D molded uh, popsicles that were the shape of all the different apps that we have because Palatas is like the whole theme. So we make a Palata logo and a Palatas is, is, is like a popsicle. It's, I, I think, I don't know where the origin of the word comes from, um, but yeah, it's like a popsicle and that's like our logo. So we made a whole bunch of popsicles that looked like the logos of the different apps. They were delicious. They were fruity. They were uh, uh, very refreshing. Um, and but but the thing is, is we had to get them the day before, and then we had to figure out a way on how to store them. So I was calling around to every single place that sold ice, going, "Hey, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I know I need a bunch of dry ice for oh a bunch God. of popsicles that we got for a oh conference." And they're like, "Okay, how much do you need?" And I go, "I don't know, but I think the guy told me 120 pounds, and I have no idea if that's a lot of dry ice or not." And it was agony having conversations with these people and no one could drop it off so we had to like go to this place like this creepy place to go get it we didn't end up doing that because the hotel hooked us up and let us keep the pops in the freezer overnight which was awesome nice so what hotel at uh uh, shout out to the renaissance boston waterfront hotel nice yeah shout shout out out renaissance (laughs) shout out renaissance which by the way was only like a five minute walk from the venue but i ended up taking ubers like two out of the three days because it was so hot it felt like 15 miles um for a while you had like something to cool down (laughs) yeah true now it's like 50 degrees up here it just would have been weird if i was stuffing popsicles between my thighs to keep cool anyway um so moving on from there anyway so The next day, the next day, we get the van. And it's not an ice cream truck, it's an ice cream van. Which, (laughs) 
it's a white ice cream van and uh oh, you know God. we basically had to come up with some deals with the valets of the omni and the weston to allow us to park our ice cream van at the hotels which is awesome they were super cool about it they let us like post up and hand out a bunch of like ice cream and popsicles and stuff like that we even had the people that were working the front desk come out and we were giving them like bags of popsicles and stuff that they could share with everybody it was awesome so shout out to the omni shout out to the weston for letting us like post up but here's what i wasn't expecting when you when you when you jump out from behind the door of a van to people coming around the corner going to lunch and you say hey you want a free popsicle they're shaped like our apps people don't necessarily respond well to that which <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i almost so. swung on you and i know yeah you, so. yeah so most people <laughs> you almost caught all of these hands most bro. people were giving me most people were giving me one of these no i'm good thanks psycho <laughs> right absolutely not like, I, and i was like but hold on there, there's more context they're sitting in in the carport or the the, the, or the roundabout and it, there's this overhang and it's kind of dark in the shadows so you're coming in from the bright sunlight into this dark thing and then you what see Max, who is not a small man no. jump out from behind this van and say hey you want some free ice cream yeah. in the meantime there's a dude uh two dudes each one have cameras so it's like if i hit him it's gonna get on TikTok. But at the same time, I don't feel safe right now. The best part. And, and then you got the one dude just hanging out the truck, like, what flavor do you want? And it's like, bro, like, this is not okay. This is not okay. I appreciate what you're trying to do. It's a very, like, in lemon, in, in the lime, and all of these colors are wonderful. But I swear to God, if you don't get away from me, we're going to have a problem. So but also, I'll go ahead and do a video with you. So wait, lime, lime was that zebra? Yeah, yeah, lime was zebra. Yeah. Lemon was clone attack. We had uh, it was supposed to be blueberry, but it ended up pretty much just being coconut for orchestrate. So I had to tell everybody, warning, it says blueberry, but it's very coconut forward in that it totally just tastes like coconut, and there's not a trace of blueberry in there. And so, <laughs> and so I was like explaining it to everybody because everyone was like, "Oh, that's, that's not blueberry, that's coconut." Anyway, so the funny part of the story, I was I was like spent three and a half hours wait, like wait, you're getting yeah. the funny oh, part? Yeah, I'm getting the funny part of the story. This is the best part. So it was it was also hilarious that we had the camera crew there because they were just shooting like B-roll for stuff that they were shooting for happily, but like totally looked this like, oh, this is a prank this show or film. something. No, I don't want like anyway, they were only there for a little while. But here's the funny part, right? So the whole day we were there with the guy who the guy who like ran the truck and it was his truck and he helped us give it all. Uh, it was this guy, Tony, right? So we were hanging out with Tony, with Tony, right? So I get there, Dax is like, this is Tony. Tony's the truth, he knows what's going on. He's driving the truck, he's gonna help give it out, it's awesome. I'm like, hey Tony, nice to meet you, right? I made a video, I was like, hey guys, I'm here with Tony, we're handing out ice cream in front of the Omni, we're gonna be here for like whatever, da 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 right? Spent the whole day talking to Tony, doing this, like, you know, hey Tony, can you help, like, you know, give me a water, or like, do you have a napkin back there? Tony, 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 Tony. So we get to the end of the day. Tony, 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 Tony. So. We Tony, get Tony, to Tony. the end of the day and Tony has to leave, right? It's like 3.50, he's gotta go to another job. So he gives us a whole yeah, bunch of the popsicles and he puts them in a milk crate. Cause we only gave out like half of all the popsicles that we had. So like we take a ton. I can't imagine yeah, why. Yeah, he puts, we ordered too many of them. It seems so but like, stupid, not they had confusing a, or terrifying They had a ridiculous, uh, they had like a ridiculous um, minimum. So like we had to get a whole bunch. Anyway, so he gives me a milk crate. I take the milk crate, I go to the front of the BCEC where everyone is like like filing out of the building. And I'm like, hey guys, you want free popsicles? And I was standing out yelling at these people as they were leaving the BCEC, take a free popsicle. Got rid of them all, it was great. We went inside, I go back to the booth. Dax is there, Tyrone's there, Connor's there. We're all there, we're like taking pictures. 
and he's like hey man how'd it go i go it was awesome tony is the truth he was the man that was super cool dax looks me dead in the eye he goes who's tony and i'm like tony the guy oh my god the guy that was in the truck the guy driving the truck it was t tony i hung out with him all day he's like his name's not tony and i'm like I'm oh, like dax no. what do you mean his name's not tony he said his name was tony like i call him tony all day and he goes max his name is john and i'm like I'm like, Dax, his name's Tony. You said his name was Tony. He's like, his name is John. And then he whips out an email and shows it to me, John, in all capital letters. And I'm like, I called John Tony all day. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I thought you said his name was Tony. And I literally called this guy John Tony all day. And what's so funny is if you go look back at that, and bless his heart, he was the man. He just, uh, you know, he just decided he was Tony at that point because he didn't want to like break my heart or like embarrass me or something. I called this man Tony a thousand times that day, right? Because I was trying to be nice to him. I was trying to use his name, not his name, right? And, and the best part is if you go back and you watch the video where I'm telling everybody, right? I go, I'm here with Tony. And I point the camera at Tony and Tony just smiles like, <laughs> no, I got it. Like, mm, not my name. <laughs> and you can go back and see it. And I'm mortified because I called John Tony all day. And so if I ever see John again, John, if you're randomly watching this, sorry for calling you Tony. But yeah, dude, that was super fun. And it was awesome. Like of all the people that looked at me weird, there was, you know, the same amount of people that came up and were super stoked about it and loved them. And it was great. And it was a really cool activation and super fun. But, you know, a lot of funny stories that came with it. So sorry, John. So um, the man's name was Tony. It was not Tony. It was John. George. Yeah. I don't know how you follow that, I, but what's uh, your favorite inbound session this year? <laughs> my, well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, a single the, session. I just called the, a guy Tony. Yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the, the the good thing is a I went to sessions, um, and I actually know their names, so uh, there is that. But I will tell you, there's uh, first of all, I, I we can't go past here without saying Yamini freaking killed it this year mm -hmm. it was super dope super good clean professional talk like it was just amazing andy petrie super dope he had like he had the audience in his hand like it just he did a really good job and of course darmesh oh my god like luckily i had a chance to like ride up an escalator with them and be like dude you killed it once again like it was absolutely amazing because we he were always we were going to like different places he was trying to get to his room because he was done with humans i was trying to get to the humans because i needed more it was like that kind of story but but he killed it but my favorite my favorite session. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, I'm just a fanboy. I don't know what to do with myself. But Kyle Jepsen's session was freaking fire. Mm. Like he what was, was so. About? He, well, it's everything uh, every super admin needs to know. And he was so freaking funny. And he was talking about how he didn't have enough time and to do all the things that uh, you know he needed to teach everybody. And so he's like, "Let me go to the important part." And literally, he's like. Tick, 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 on his uh, computer and he goes past like three quarters of his presentation he goes okay now we're gonna talk about this and he literally goes through this piece and then also he's like okay with that said and he hits his computer again Doo -doo -doo. and you see it fly all the way back to the beginning and he's like welcome to my session on everything that super admins need to know and like he just took it to like the rest of the time of what he could talk about and it wasn't a present uh, presentation slide it was his computer and he was going all through hubspot in different places and like uh he'd run into something that hubspot decided to break right before the presentation and he'd like <laughs> slip right through it and passed it and talked through it and he, it, i just was sitting there and i'm like this dude is a freaking pro 
Like, he is a pro presenter. He's in front of, and by the way, it was a large room. Like, we're talking third floor, open up the thing, have the seats there. Everybody was leaned in. I didn't see anybody leaning back. My son, who is very much like Max and Devin, who are like, squirrel, what? <laughs> was like, came, came out of the session going, that was amazing. That was fun. Like, that's my favorite one. Because he just kept everybody's attention. And it was it was so, so, so dope. And one thing I'll do is that I'll link in the show notes. If everybody's sitting there going like, super admin, what? We've got a whole episode dedicated to that. But George, could you just take like 10 seconds and tell people real quick for the folks at home what a super admin is? I mean, first of all, a super admin is a setting in your portal. If you go into your portal and you see that like 14 out of 17 people in your organization are super admins, go fix it because you just broke some stuff and people can do things they shouldn't do. But super admins really is this idea of you've got two or more hubs, marketing hub, sales hub, add-in service hub, add-in operations, and you've got to help the humans, the marketing team, the sales team. You might be part of the marketing, by the way, but you've got to get in and understand the settings and the trenches and the like how this affects that you know the piece that i absolutely lost my on earlier where it was about lead life cycle stages and leads super admins are gonna it's literally gonna be part of the new super admin boot camp kyle and i already talked via linkedin like yep needs to be part of the new boot camp because super admins are gonna need to know about this information like it's the deep end of the pool pertaining to hubspot and you classify yourself as hey i'm a hubspot super admin because I'm here to help humans actually be good at it in my organization. It's a way of life. Amazing. It's a mindset. It's really just a state of being. Oh, Max, wow. where are we driving to now, bud? Driving to the super admin, super secret hangout. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I don't know what I'm saying. I got two more questions, but the first one is really important. I want us to all give like oh, a crap. virtual group hug. Crap. Chris said, what? did he miss the circle back? I still got to be the circle back guy. Anyway, we're circling do, back. Do, do your circle. Yeah, this is about back. to square up before you circle hey, back, dog. Hey, what? 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 Um. What were we going to circle I back on? I will BCC the entire HubSpot Nation <laughs> on my upset email if you don't zip it. Okay, I'll be quiet. I'm I'm done. We have gone many moons without AI poetry, George. You really want to tempt me today? Do you uh, want to go? No, no, I'm good. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. Actually, you know what I want to do? I want to give a quick virtual hug for can we just talk about how Devin like slayed it at inbound this year we already touched upon look how De look how comfortable Devin is right now look he's really uncomfortable right now yeah well no and the reason why I think this is so important is if you didn't go back and listen to the episode yet about how impactful inbound is as an event one of the things that Devin talked about so beautifully and eloquently in a way that I know resonated with myself George and a lot of the listeners is that you know a lot of us don't consider ourselves extroverts we may scream at each other and ask Max, where are you driving us? Wait, we don't have a car. What is happening? But like for the most part, we are hissing cave dwellers who get very anxious around large groups of people. Yeah, I'm an introvert. But Devin, I know. George, <laughs> George, we know. Is it all about the humans? Because for me, it's all about the please go away. It's I like it. Better. Yeah, for, but, for me, it's all about the humans. <laughs> but for Devin, it was all about killing it. You emceed at Partner Day. You did the HubSpot Life takeover on Instagram. You were killing it with Blackett Inbound. He ate a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. YouTube. Can we just talk for a moment about how freaking amazing it was to watch our fellow hub hero mm. just like rise the way he did over the weekend? Boss player. Proud moment. Boss player. Loved it. When I walked well, in, I said, I know that guy. Yeah. There, there, I know him. There, there's two things that I feel people should know. One, I don't want 
the pickles and peanut butter to be a part of my legacy. Mm. Uh, so. And yet here we are. Yeah. If, if there's anything, uh, like you eat one pickle and peanut butter sandwich, and all of a sudden you're never uh, say I'm not yes. Gonna, I'm not never forever tainted. Um, but the other thing um, is, I I would be remiss if I didn't shout out uh, the Black and Inbound team. I am I am the founder of Black and Inbound, and I, I definitely proud to have got it to where it had gotten by the time I met Shayna Shayna Summers, who is this phenomenal human being, phenomenal hub spotter. Even though. And, and I hope she hears this. She and I have beef because she took my Arlen Hamilton signed album cover, but we gonna let that slide. She um, she took over the community and now has an entire team of people whose job year round is the Black and Inbound community. We have a new platform, uh, new online platform, but that space, uh, the activation was designed by Cassandra, who is the Black and Inbound community ma manager. And I guess Moonlights is an interior designer because for the second what? year in a row, it was the most fly space in HubSpot or in all of Inbound. Like, yeah, no question. It was sick. Can't wait to see what happens next yeah. year. Like, it made our it made uh, our booth look like it was made of cardboard. I mean, it was made of cardboard. Yeah, it's true, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 black and inbound activation was amazing, uh, and the people involved. I mean, year round, you have Shayna, Cassandra. You have Kyle, you have uh, all these people involved, and then everyone who has a dotted line over, like Oscar, uh, who does things. Uh, there, there, there's so many people. Bree, uh, who works with the media team, there's so many people who were involved in making it a success, put it together. Literally, at this point, all I do is show up and and just do the the media thing and talking and handshaking and all that. But as Shaking far as, babies. Yeah, that, that's it. That's it. Shaking babies and kissing hands. I don't think that's how that saying goes. <laughs> why? It is, man. Is this why it is, man. That's that Mandela effect. I don't get to oh go to inbound until I learn not to shake the babies. Got it. Okay. There, there actually were babies at Inbound, too. It was hilarious. Uh, it's not exactly what I would call a family. God, no. It's not what I would call no. a family event. Um, Hold up. <laughs> Come on now. My babies were there. We were Ooh. making it a family event. Your exactly entire family was there. Your, your babies aren't exactly babies. Your, yeah. your babies could probably handle me in a street fight if they probably could, so. i just want to say you brought an army george you brought an army spending time george with your family at inbound was like one of the best parts of it for me it is Absolutely. like no it, is, it. it so is so cool that you have the entire crew literally running like your solutions partner like it, business it's so really sick like they are working with you. Yeah, like your family. And, and, you put the whole family to work. And, and real quick, make sure this ends up in the in the in the, the podcast, Noah. But Noah has the most fly shirt collection, like of anyone who was at Inbound or anyone. Period. Like he showed up, of course, with the Deadpool love, showing the Deadpool, and I appreciated that. But he was also rocking the Mandalorian. I mean, the 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 guy has like taste, absolute like, legend. Chef's kid. Yeah, the man. I don't even think a lot of our listeners realize that whenever we're shouting at Noah, leave it in, cut that out. Like, <laughs> All Noah is George's yeah. son. Yeah. I will yeah. say the funniest part of dinner is when I look over and the three of them are just playing with fire, like poking a flame. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's my you kids. You guys are adorable. <laughs> well, they thought it was a candle. They thought it was a candle. And then all of a sudden they realized, oh, that's real fire. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you're in a real restaurant, not <laughs> the McDonald's. The candle not like, made real fire? Well, you yeah. know, they have the light bulb candles that look like it. Yeah. Like, I remember I took a girl out to a fancy restaurant and the first thing she noticed is that the candles were actually fire. I kept holding Oh my God, is that a 
and her mother and they just kept holding their hands over the flame and i'm like yeah no that's an actual candle yeah, that will burn you yeah 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 this so, this is okay. this is a classy joint so it was interesting All right, speaking it, it, of classy joints well hang on george hang on. you want to circle back yeah, well i first of all if I want to say something about the whole family thing because it's it's interesting and and we'll probably talk about it more not on this podcast but somewhere about uh, what I'm about to say. Uh, first of all, next year I want to have my other son who also works for the company there, and I want to have Jorge there as well from Mexico, who's a HubSpot implement. So next year it's gonna really be an army. Like we're just gonna bring them all. But what's fun is when we were walking through inbound, the first day was really awkward because I'd be like, yeah, this is my family, and then my one daughter. Kaylee goes, can you inter can you please introduce us as your team? Like we do work for you. And so then yeah, like Kaylee, that right felt awkward. I'm like, this Let is my know. team. And then I go, family. Well, then my daughter, she coined this phrase. She said to me, she goes, Dad, just introduce us as your theme because family always comes before team. Aww. And I swear to Whoa, God, for the rest the of the time, for the rest of the time, I would say, hey, this is my theme, which immediately I got people's attention. They would look at me and I go, because in our household, family be comes before team. And then I would explain, this is our podcast editor, video editor. Uh, this is, you know, our content person. This is our social media person. My wife does billing and, and project man. And people were like, like, that's like you could see when they had been explained what a theme was, like it was a thing. And then I believe it was Courtney from the HubSpot Academy. She goes, Wow, you guys are like the inbound family. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to remember this moment. Familia. Like for familia forever, forever, forever. For a second, oh, I was like, was so, and was For so a good. second, I thought you were just like taking a hit of a vape. I was like, Wait, what did you? <laughs> she said, You guys are the inbound family. I'm like, yeah, man, it's crazy. <laughs> no, oh my God. no, honestly, not that dude, guy. it was the, it was the, it was, <laughs> it was, it was so awesome hanging with you guys. And like, I remember we were having some conversation where it's like, man, this is like, this is the new American dream, right? Instead of, you know, families working yeah. on the farms, it was like, my daddy was a rev ops and his daddy was a rev ops before that. <laughs> That's it. It ain't much. That's it. It ain't much, That's but it. it's honest work. <laughs> yep. That's it. That is a soundbite for the oh ages. My like my mama's mama was in Red Ops. His daddy before that, he was a marketing ops, but we love him all the same. <laughs> he could spell revenue. That's, Drive it. I'm that's not young, sure. That's young, oh, that's, young, that's young Jimmy. He builds the lists. That's pretty much all we have him do. <laughs> But does he know yeah. how to manipulate a lead yeah. object? That's the we got, real we got question. The we, we taught the dog how to import the contacts. It's, uh, yeah. All right, I'm yeah, done with this Meyer. <laughs> he doesn't talk much, but he does all the workflows. <laughs> George, George, time to circle back, bud. Oh, yeah. Yeah, time I, to circle does back. Does anybody remember what I was going to circle back on? Uh, you said it was something, something secret. That they oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like yeah. I know what you're going to say. Oh, oh, my God. Oh. So, here we go. So oh my God. Here's, he's here's the deal. Guys. Here's the deal. Gentlemen, start your engines. Um, so, I'm at Partner Day, and they're talking about, uh, you know, the marketing hub, sales hub, like operations. Like, they've got, they got this just gigantic slide up. And then they just change and start talking about something else. And I'm like, did not anybody else see the thing that was on the right of the screen? Because they didn't talk about the thing that was on the right of the screen. 
So I just kind of keep my mouth shut. I lean over to Ian Jacobs and I go, uh, did you see? He goes, I saw. Okay, I'm just going to be quiet about it. Because I knew that Angie had Andy had to do this talk the next day to everybody, to 12,000 people. And so he starts doing his shtick and he sales hub, and a marketing hub, and a operations hub. And then all of a sudden, boop, turns and starts talking about something else. And I'm like, did not 12,000 people see the right hand of the screen? Did they not see that there's a new hub? That HubSpot has a new hub. Did not anybody see that we now have a commerce hub? That yes, they're not verbally talking about, but they're visually showing commerce hub. And I literally asked somebody, not to be disclosed, they're pretty in HubSpot. I said, you guys weren't ready to talk about it yet, but you wanted to tease people, didn't you? And their answer was, we're not ready to talk about it. But yes, we wanted to tease people. So Commerce Hub is a thing. What is the Commerce Hub? So there's more to come, and I can't really tell you a lot of things that might be in my brain or might not be in my brain from conversations that I had or may not have had. But I can tell you right now, it's a bundle of things that some people know about and some don't. First of all, you got payments. Second of all, you got quotes. You might be in the invoice beta or have enabled uh, invoices in your portal at this point too. And there's a lot of mini features that go around with some of those things and there might be layers coming potentially or not, right? If you're not ready to talk about it, it's probably not fully fleshed out, but there's a base of things that are going in a direction that there were words on screens that said Commerce Hub and nobody lost their damn mind the Commerce Hub team did in the back corner when they said it. I was like, "What is? What, how did you not see that?" He didn't. Anyway. He didn't. He didn't like pump it up. He he kind of just went to the next page and said, "And that's no, why no, 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 like, bull crap, bullshit." What? He was like, "What he, he was, he was like, he was like sales hub, marketing hub in the comments." That's what I'm and saying. So over here, ladies and gentlemen, like he was like, and then he just like moved on. George, that's what I just like, said. Like he didn't go, he didn't go, and we've got a big new hub coming. He said, and that's why people love Commerce Hub, and that was like the first time they said that publicly, right? And it's and like, that was it. what? And that was it. Most people who love HubSpot payments. That's the thing. Top spot Listen, payments. my whole business runs on invoices, payments, quotes. Like, uh, like that's how we do it here. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, we circled back around. I'm so glad I just sang by myself and completely awkward. Anyway, uh, what, what did you just sing? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Chris. He, he really is the creepy ice cream van guy. I'm just he saying. He really is. All right, guys. Final question. Are we ready? Zebra. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> We're going to have to put you in timeout. Um. Max, drive yourself to the corner so I don't Wait. have to. Who was he? Who, 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 who was he one episode? Who was Max one episode? Uh. We kept calling him. Oh, uh, Mark. 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 Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we called you. Mark, we're going to put you in time out. Liz, we're going to put Liz you in time out, Liz called me Mark. Mark at the beginning of, oh, wait, who, someone called me Mark at the beginning of the episode. I don't no, know. it was Liz. No, it was me. It was yeah. 100% yeah. me. Yeah. I completely forgot. So you were yeah. Mark the rest of the episode. episode. Mark, we're going to put you in time out. I was Mark. Mark, you're in yeah. time out. All right, guys, final well, question. Bef before we continue. I'm, I'm never going to get to this final <laughs> question. I'm, not yet. I'm never getting out of it. Because Max will pull this conference over. He will pull this podcast recording all the way around. Yeah, all right. Right. Well, Go ahead. Here's, here's what I'm going to say. There, there are things that are now 
uh, because post inbound that are publicly facing about Commerce Hub. I've been intentionally quiet during that conversation because I'm not sure what I am and I'm not supposed to talk about, but I can tell you, you can go to that website and learn more about Commerce Hub. George, don't go there yet because I need you to answer my final question. I, that's fine, but Liz, make sure that link right there that the yes. people who are here watching us live, not the people that are listening to the podcast, but the people that are watching us live could have clicked on already. Devin, can you do that for me, bud? Oh. Someone put a link oh, somewhere. Oh, we got it. Oh, yeah, I it's in the chat. It? It's got in it? the we chat. Got it? Okay. Oh, we got it. We got it. All right. So this really well-organized, not unhinged, and absolutely focused episode is now finally coming to a close with a final question, unless Max would like to hit his soundboard one more Sorry, time. Sorry, Tony. John. Sorry, Thank John. You. Sorry, I had to do it. Oh, that's hot. Okay, what is your one wish for impact? Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine how messed up this episode is going to be next year when I'm there with you all? This is about to be a lot. All right, what is your one wish for inbound next year? And I want you to think about it this way. Either something they should start doing, stop doing, or keep doing. Okay. They should put me on the main stage. Next. Yes. I have a controversial opinion. Max, what do you got? What are they going to do? Fire you? That's uh, <laughs> based and true. Um, Make them show more popsicles. I'm kind of I'm done with Boston. Oh! What? Yo, let's go. Let's, what? Do, let's do inbound in like Denver or LA. Oh my or, God, where there's high altitude, so no one will remember. Let's Yeah, high let's altitude gotta... isn't the only thing that will make people forget what's happening. Seriously, I mean, hey, uh... I don't know. <laughs> like, I get it. Like when Boston, when when HubSpot had like you know five HQs there, and it was you know a whole thing. But it's like you know, we let's go, let's go somewhere else. We've been what, going to the dude, BC dude, for how many years now? Are you gonna drive dude, us now, dude? Not all of us. us. Not all of us live in Boston. All right. That's some of us. Some of us. Oh, like, you like coming to Boston ten years in a row? Is that what we like doing? You're not sick of it yet. Let's go to, yeah, let's go to Cleveland. Yeah, let's go to Cleveland. Mattapan. Mattapan. Yeah. I want to go to Mattapan. Let's have let's oh, have it about at the casino. <laughs> That's let's a go out of my son, kid. Yeah, I can just hear Noah right now. He's gonna be like an hour and what? <laughs> Because no one will answer my questions. Oh my oh, Chris, god! Chris, you need to calm down, you know what? buddy. If, it's, if I had my way, inbound's going to be the end of the blue land, a blue line at Wonderland, and that is a very uncomfortable place to go. Anyway, George, what would you? What's your wish for inbound next year? Yeah, um, I would love to be able to do a live recording of the Hub Heroes podcast in yes. front of an audience because i feel like the four people that get together every friday at three that lay it down that are passionate and i would also say this if if whoever in inbound land hubspot land hears this max promises to bring his steering wheel <laughs> to the live episode just for dramatic effect so he can be driving to god knows where the entire time we're trying to have a serious conversation because yeah. this is a serious podcast. Yeah, I'll just I'm going to, you know what? Th that's mine. I'm not even going to add something different. Live Hub Heroes show. Yeah. Hub Heroes is all about the humans, just like HubSpot started out with, right? So let's make it, let's do it live. 
Let's do it live and get completely unhinged yeah. and then Noah can't be there to save us from Imagine ourselves. Imagine us just screaming at each other in front of everybody and how awesome that would be. The only thing wrong is that it'll be live from Sheboygan. Yeah. Because of Max's. We're going to Sheboygan, baby. HubSpot 2024, <laughs> live from Sheboygan. <laughs> Okay, Hub Heroes, we've reached the end of another episode. Will Lord Lack continue to loom over the community, or will we be able to defeat him in the next episode of the Hub Heroes podcast? Make sure you tune in and find out in the next episode. Make sure you head over to thehubheroes.com to get the latest episodes and become part of the League of Heroes. FYI, if you're part of the League of Heroes, you'll get the show notes right in your inbox, and they come with some hidden power-up potential as well. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend, leave a review if you like what you're listening to, and use the hashtag, hashtag HubHeroesPodcast, on any of the socials and let us know what strategy conversation you'd like to listen into next. Until next time, when we meet and combine our forces, remember to be a happy, helpful, humble human, and of course, always be looking for a way to be someone's hero. Did you not get to see you? All right. So oh, yeah. I said go somewhere else besides Boston. Wait, so we just record for no reason. You hey, did make us re-record for no reason. For real, Noah, just ignore all of this. Matter of fact, just keep it in and just let everybody know that Liz messed up. Liz, uh, yes, yeah. Like let the music fade out and then have this just be at the end of like. And the only reason that you're listening to this right now is because Liz wasn't paying attention. That. All of us actually went. I got and we're really going. excited. You know what? This is just me dealing. This is me grieving that I wasn't there, George. This is me grieving. This is grief. PTSD. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine. You'll be, you'll be grieving even more when they have inbound in Sheboygan next year. I'm sorry. Tell me more about your friend Tony Max. His name is John. 